0: Okay, here we go today at the BAM Biz Talk podcast. And today we have a very special guest, a very special show. Uh, I'm here with Cassandra Santillan of Santillan Barber and Beauty Studio. Got it. <laughs> hey, hey, how you doing? Good. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, it's, I'm, I'm looking forward to a great conversation today because you are a small business owner. Yes, sir. You are a bootstrap <laughs> straight from the ground up and making it happen.
1: Making it happen, putting in work.
0: <laughs> love it, love it, love it. So, tell us a little bit about yourself, Cassandra. Like, who who is who is Cassandra Santillan?
1: Cassandra Santillan. Well, I'm a mom of four boys. They range from 25 to nine years old. Wow. I know. And then um, I'm a wife. And um, been with my husband since we were in eighth grade. Eighth grade. Eighth grade. Oh yeah. wow. My best friend. That's awesome. So, a wife and a mother. You a don't daughter. hear that too
0: too often anymore.
1: Oh yeah, he's yeah. He's, he's he's amazing. That's awesome. It's been yeah. easy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good.
1: Yep. And um just uh opened my barber shop about during COVID 2020.
0: You opened up during COVID, right?
1: During COVID 2020. Like what month?
0: What month did you open? It
1: was in July. Was it June or July? Jeez, oh, I
0: can't even So COVID was already rolling. It, yeah. It was already going when you said, hey, I'm gonna open up a business.
1: It was. And I was like, you know what? This is the time. I don't, I was like, I've got to do, if I'm going to do it, I need to just, I need to just do it.
0: That's impressive. So tell us about that.
1: It was scary. It was really scary to be honest with you, because people were scared to get haircuts Mm -hmm. and then, um, so, but I just figured, well, you know, shipments were not coming in when you would order stuff. So I figured, okay, well, I'm going to go ahead and get it going, you know, get started on it. And then hopefully I'll have everything. And when they reopen us back up, you know, and Mm -hmm. So when I started, I was just ordering all of my equipment, waiting for it all to come in. Then I um, started opening, and it was hard. Nobody wanted to come and get haircuts. Right. Because, you know, they didn't know exactly what to expect. So or, at that
0: point, was, was the government allowing people to? Yes. Okay. Yes,
1: okay. they were allowing. They'd reopened us back up, I believe, in like in March or so. I don't even remember anymore with the, what, months. Right. Because it was just hectic time
0: very yeah
1: and so um but yeah they were letting us do the haircuts but the the masks were mandatory which was another issue because some people didn't want to wear masks and Mm -hmm. stuff so all of it nobody people weren't wanting to get haircuts so i was having to rebuild my client base and um just the whole covid you know pandemic situation was just so
0: It was hard on, on all businesses. It really was. And it shut down a lot of businesses.
1: It really did. It was slow times. So how did you get clientele? Well, I did it the old school way. I went door to door. And what I did was I um, thought, well, how am I going to be convenient? Who am I going to be convenient to? Mm -hmm. So I just went to my neighbors and I walked around. I introduced myself. I told, you know, let them know about my shop, handed out my cards and, um, just kind of worked it that way. And I started partnering with other individuals, other businesses, you know, let's say for instance, an oil field vendor. And I would say, hey, you know, and I would try to support locals. So I would say, take them to this restaurant, you know, and once you're done there, bring them into my shop. I'll give you guys both a a free haircut or a free service, you know, um, you know, for bringing them in, supporting me. I appreciate that. You know, I just want to just you know, give back also because some of those vendors, they were, um, they had their own business. So they were Mm -hmm. a vendor for their own company that they were starting up. So I wanted to make sure that I was giving back and helping them as well for helping me with my business. So supporting local, all about supporting local over here. So,
0: (laughs) so that that way. So if you get them to come in with a free haircut, so you're giving up two free haircuts, two free haircuts at the moment. At the moment. But was- one of them is already your client, so he'll come back as a paying customer later. Yes. And the new one you just picked up, well, now you have potential for them to come back. Yes. Right? So it's it's basically you're, with you're, you're, you're given that service for free up front, but then you have continued transactions down the line.
1: Yes, exactly. And not only that, but you've built your relationship, which also builds more word of mouth.
0: For sure. So... Word of mouth. That's so. That's in, the, in your industry. That's that's a pretty powerful tool. That is,
1: that is very powerful tool. It's the it's the. Um, I can't think of the word, but it's the it's the biggest form of.
0: Um, gosh. Like marketing or. No, not on.
1: marketing, but like it's it's the biggest form of saying thank you to us. Gratitude. You know, gratitude. Uh-huh. It's the biggest form of gratitude because, the, you know, word of mouth. That builds you so much more than anything, right? you know, because there's marketing through social media, right? Mm-hmm. Social media is, you're just going to reach your people, right. but word of mouth, you know, they're going to go tell their people, their people are going to go tell their people. Mm-hmm. So word of mouth is everything. Which with-
0: end up being your people
1: which ended up being my people. Right. They were already people. They just didn't know it yet. Exactly. <laughs> then the people who weren't scared with COVID anymore, they start coming back mm-hmm. to me also. So then it's just, you just grow that much more. Okay. But yes, the word of mouth is, it. you know, Without your people, you're nothing. I was talking to Uh, you about that earlier. You're nothing
0: without your people. You're
1: nothing without your people. people. You're nothing at all without your people. They they become, the moment they would sit in my chair, I kind of have this thing where I'm gonna look at the, whoever's in my chair as a family member. How do I want my family member Mm. to be treated if it was them going somewhere to get a service? Right. So that's how I look at every individual who sits in my chair is as a family member, you're going to be like my cousin or my nephew or, yeah. you know, I don't know. I just look at them yeah. in that way and I want to treat them like they're family. So as soon as they walk in the door, I automatically kind of, you know, joke and yeah, all of that, build that relationship. They've already got a built relationship with me the moment they come in.
0: So they feel like they're walking into a comfort comfortable place. It's like a, a family environment. Um, and for sure, then they get a, a fresh cut, and you know they 're going to tell all the friends
1: they 're feeling, good. "Hey,
0: I got this great fresh cut, and so you 're doubling down because right? <laughs> it 's not only a, a good haircut, right good quality haircut, but it's also like that feeling that you know what go check out my girl Cassandra man she 'll help you out.
1: Yeah, yeah. Then I'm there to hype them on their hype women too. I'm like, Ooh, look at you.
0: Ah, <laughs> building them up. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's a, that's, so that's a good lesson, right? For no matter what industry, what kind of business you're in, no. it's all about that customer experience.
1: Yes. You know, cause you, you want to make sure that you're treating them how you want to be treated also.
0: Yeah. You know, For so. Sure. so when you, when you walk into a, a salon or somewhere exactly. else, right. How do you feel when you're there? You, right. Exactly.
1: How am I feeling? How am I feeling? Are you making me comfortable? Is it awkward? You know, I don't want that for my people.
0: Right. Um, what What is that quote? Uh, I, Maya Angelou or something? She says, uh, or Oprah. I can't remember, but it's uh, you're gonna. You'll remember people how they made you feel, not so much the words. Exactly. Like, I'm chopping it up. I Sorry about that. But no, yeah. That's that's the essence of what you're saying, right? That yes. you're leaving with. Uh, Your your customers are leaving with a good feeling And a good experience Yes, exactly So no matter what kind of business you own Right? It, could it be, applies. It, it applies. It could be a, a small little corner store retail shop where people just come in to grab a stick of gum or something. Well, if you're there introducing, hey, you know, friendly, yeah. you know, hey, how are you doing today? Have a good day. They're going to leave out of there. Oh, I want to come back for another stick of gum. You know? <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> We're joking with them. You know, I kind of like to. Um, Pick on them sometimes too. Like, oh, you needing need that sick of gum, huh? Oh. <laughs> I <don't know. laughs> Just I like to play with them a lot too. So, oh yeah, sometimes
0: you're long overdue for a cut. Yeah, yeah, dance, so that yeah.
1: <laughs> Dang boy, you've been walking around like that for how long now? <laughs> Why though?
0: <laughs> <laughs> you've been getting Wait. some weird stares, haven't you? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, uh, in the beauty and barber world, like, how did you get into it? Like, you know.
1: Talk, talk to us about that. Okay. So, my, um, I was raised by my grandmother mm-hmm. and she'd gotten cancer mm-hmm. really young. And so I used to go with her to her chemo and yeah. so forth. And, um, she would lose her hair. So I'd hurry up and try to, you know, wipe, you know, her hair so she wouldn't see it, wouldn't be falling out or uh, whatever. And right. she would have me do her, her makeup and her hair for her. And I tried to make her feel real, real good. Mm-hmm. And so, um, she was actually in cosmetology also, which I didn't even know oh. until later. But um, her doing her hair, doing her makeup, how it would make her feel, or when she'd get her her wigs in, she'd have me you know, try to fix them for her and stuff. So yeah. just seeing how good it made her feel when her hair would grow back and she'd go get her hair done mm-hmm. or her having me do it for her, that's what gave me the passion to want to mm-hmm. go into the beauty industry was... My grandma.
0: And to treat each of your clients like family.
1: Exactly where I got that also because if she had a bad experience, she'd be so excited, you know, because, you know, she she had her go-to person for the most part. But, you know, sometimes they try someone else or something, but, you know, they wouldn't know what she'd gone through. Right. You know, you don't never know what people are going through. And sometimes it means so much more than what you even think, you know, it could mean to somebody getting their hair or makeup Done, And so she was my inspiration and she's also, you know, what makes me think of, you know, giving back to to the community will make me think of her because, you know, I like to um, give back to the like Midland Fair Havens, for instance, you know, and you're just different organizations and you can kind of see like, wow, you know, you wouldn't have thought, you know, certain situations or certain people go through certain stuff in life. But what you give them so if i give free services or free you know back to school cuts or something usually i try to aim it toward an organization or towards mm-hmm. not just to the public i want to make sure that i'm aiming it to giving back to for a
0: cause right right because it's it's given back to the community yeah a very specific it's, set you know because that organization has already identified who needs those services
1: they, yeah exactly mm-hmm. they need those services
0: Right. And so not somebody um, who's like, Hey, I could use a free haircut today. Yeah. Oh, I heard you. Yeah.
1: No. <laughs> Wait, you all are giving free back school yeah. haircuts? <laughs> <laughs> we are, but <laughs> but only to these ones. But yes, it was my grandma. She really inspired me and into giving back also and treating everybody like I where we were discussing, you know, you don't never know what people are going through. You wanna right. make sure when they come in that service is is fun and they're happy, you know,
0: yeah. it's, it's a relationship, right? You've built that relationship with them. It's relationship building. You got good vibes in there, you know, uh, and you know, your, your studio is is a little bit different from most other barbers studios, mm-hmm. right? You, you have a, a wholesome vibe in there, uh, yes. but it's fun. Uh, it's, it's relaxing, you know, um, and you feel like you're, you're invited to, to, Dia's house. Exactly.
1: (laughs) Yes. Yes. Whenever they come in, sometimes if I'm not busy, you'll even see me. Well, when I'm finishing up with my clients, you'll see me sometimes out there kind of flying the kids around the shop or tickling them or, you know, playing hide and seek sometimes popping out, scaring them. It is Mm -hmm. kind of, you know, just like you're just family coming into this business. And it is a wholesome family environment that I take pride in. Mm Mm-hmm. So, and I tell my people, customer service and professionalism—that's everything to me because the people who come into this establishment are everything to me, and my go-to saying, "Without them, we're nothing." Mm. So,
0: so you you, you um, repeat that? I right? do. Yeah,
1: because mm-hmm. I stand by it.
0: It's something you're embedding into the, your people. Yes. Yeah,
1: and they see that as well. Mm-hmm. So,
0: because you want them, because they are. A representation of your business, Ex- and your business is a rep- t- representation of you.
1: Exactly, yeah. exactly, and that that right there means everything to me. And taking that back to my grandmother when I was younger, she used to always talk to me about, you know, your reputation. You know, mm-hmm. you always have to make sure that you know you're a good person. Your, you know, your reputation. You know, that that's everything. That's how people are gonna know you. It's your reputation and. So that's, that is big to me with my people also, you know, make sure that you're talking to clients right. You're Mm -hmm. treating them right. They're happy. And
0: how would you want to be treated?
1: How would you want to be treated? Exactly. Right.
0: Right. It always goes back to that golden rule, right?
1: Yes. (laughs) That golden rule really is true.
0: So that was your inspiration, your grandmother, which by the way, that's, that's an awesome story. Thank you. You know, that you were able to you know do that for your grandmother and then that led into what you're passionate about in life mm-hmm. you know so did you, i mean did you go to barber school or how, your, what's your training look
1: like? I did. Actually, you know, I went to dental school for
0: dental assisting. Uh,
1: I have a weak stomach. <laughs> I didn't realize uh, so much. Blood. But um, then went to cosmetology, did cosmetology. Um, and I always did both men and women's hair. Mm-hmm. And I always did like all of it, kind of, you know, the makeup, the waxing, the hair cutting, And then, um, well, I have boys. I have two, boy, two boys at the time, my husband. And so... Um, I started aiming it more towards, you know, wanting to sharpen my skills with the men's cuts mm-hmm. and the, the beard work and all of that stuff. And then started into a barbershop. And then I was like, wow, this is a, a whole other world than being in a hair salon, cutting men's hair. It's too different. I thought I was the stuff. Then I went into this barbershop and I got schooled real quick. <laughs> and so, and then I did go to barber school and then started working in more bar, I think I worked in like another shop after that and then decided it was time
0: to do your own thing, to do my own thing. Okay. So, so. when you do your own thing, it's in the middle of COVID, right? And were you, st- you were still at another barbershop? No, because COVID shut us down. God. So
1: COVID shut us down. So then I went to a temp, I had a, a, an owner call me and she had asked me to help her with her shop a little bit. So I was like, you know what? Um. I'm in the process of looking at my own place, my own places, but I'll go for a little bit. So I was in a temp shop because they'd reopened us for a a little while, you know, Mm -hmm. in a temp shop. Then I found my my location. It was like meant to be. And um, I thought, wow, okay, it's time. So then that's whenever I started over here at my location and started ordering all my equipment. That was hard because the shipments, like I said, weren't coming in. Mm -hmm. Then trying to build a client base by going to all of the different establishments. And then then I started talking to some of my my clients, you know. So I talked to one of my clients and I said, hey, do you guys mind, you know, if I um, gift you all of this, you know, Santheon Barber and Beauty Studio products, you know. That was one of the ways I helped myself grow because it was mm-hmm. just me at yeah. my shop. I had no... no team working with me. It was just myself. You were wearing all the hats. I was wearing all the hats. Mm -hmm. And at the time I was working seven days a week and I would work late. I'd go in early in the morning and then I would stay there until like midnight And on top of that, you know, the kids weren't in school. You had to homeschool the kids, too. So it was just all kinds of, you know, being a mother, being a wife, being a business owner, and having to put in the work, put in the hours to make sure that this business is going to be successful. Because I'm going to show my children that they're, you know, you have to put in work. If you want to be successful, you have to put in that work to be
0: successful. Nothing worth it comes easy.
1: Nothing comes easy, yes, mm-hmm. if it's worth it. And and then you're gonna have obstacles in life.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. COVID was a huge huge one. Yeah. Huge
1: one. Them not being in school was a huge one. Trying to, you know, sit here and handle it all, trying to rebuild a client base, you know, all of it. Yeah. It was huge. But I wanted to show them that if you put in the work, it's possible. You have to put in the work. Yeah. You know, so yeah, so what I started doing too, you know, besides going and talking to Um, all of these businesses in my surrounding area and getting my name out there with them was having marketing material and then going to my clients that are now like family to me, close friends. Hey, do you mind if I gift you guys? Never asking them, you know, for anything other than just, you know, if I, I wanted to, they're going to help me, but I want to, I wanted to gift them. You know, like Mm -hmm. I didn't want it to be an inconvenience. Like I'm selling anything to them or I didn't want them to feel obligated or Mm -hmm. just do you mind? Do you mind me gifting you all of these products to take to your business, to your people? Something as little as that. Right. And that helped me grow also because, you know, I had all of this. These products that they actually wanted.
0: Right. It's (laughs) it's stuff they could use, right? They could
1: use, yes. And that they liked. And so they were amazing. And yes, we'll take all of your free stuff, (laughs) you know, all your free gifts, and we'll take them to my firm or my office or, you know, Mm -hmm. to the wherever, you know, hospital. You know, I wanted to reach as many as I could. Right. So And it worked. It did. I grew fast. I grew really fast. I picked that client base back up pretty quick.
0: And then you're booked solid out now.
1: I do. I stay booked solid. Um, usually they'll have to book a week or two in advance. Uh-huh. Sometimes though that, they, I mean, I, I'll have people booking a month in advance or months in advance
0: Wow, out for me. Yeah. I, I can imagine like you have some regulars that have their regular times, like every other week or something like that, they come in it's already in there.
1: That is one of the things that I try to tell people is so important is pre-booking your clients. Mm-hmm. You will have your schedule staying full if you're in this industry if you pre-book your clients because they're already in there, they're already set, and they're dependable. So
0: Right. Because they need that cut.
1: They need that cut. <laughs> so yes, so it keeps your your schedule consistent.
0: Consistency.
1: Cons- yes. It's huge. Very huge. Right. I always talk about reliable income versus unreliable income.
0: Okay. Break that down.
1: Okay. What I mean by that is if you're um, an artist and you're dependent on a shop that has a lot of walk-ins, right? Mm -hmm. Then that's irreliable income. Why? Because sometimes those shops are going to be slow. So you're not going to have a consistent, you know, revenue. Mm-hmm. But if you have your schedule and if it stays constant and it's consistently booked and you're staying on top of it and you have a wait list, you know, OK, well, it's OK. Stuff happens. Sometimes someone's going to have to reschedule or cancel. But guess what? I have somebody who's needing in. I could fill them into that spot. Well, you already know how much revenue for that week, for that month, etc., that you're going to have yeah. versus irreliable income where you're dependent. You, you want to go into work whenever you want to go into work. Mm. You want to just go and see if you can make, I'm going to stay there until I make two or $300 and then I'm going to leave. And then that's just it. You know, I'm good for the day, but then it's slow. So you didn't make that two or 300 mm-hmm. or whatever you were counting on, right. you know? So you pre-book those clients. And if you start working by a schedule, a work schedule, not just whenever I feel like going in, Right then you have consistent income.
0: So there's the dichotomy of the, like, people want to be a business owner. Why? So I can do what I want. So I have my own time, right? But you don't have your own time if you're trying to make your business successful.
1: And that's where it's hard, mm-hmm. you know, because sometimes you're, you don't feel like going to work. Yeah. And sometimes you want to just make plans to go have lunch with your friends mm-hmm. or shop. But that's where the determination, you have to stay focused. You have to have this tunnel vision and you have to say, no, I'm my own business. So I'm going to represent myself as such my own business. I'm going to work these hours. I'm going to have off from these times, these days, you know, and that's it. But if you don't and if you get sidetracked and you avert from your goal, then it's easy for you to fail. Yeah. So, but that is hard as your own business owner in this industry. And that's why you have to stay on top of it.
0: So and you learned this through experience, just going through it, just seeing, observing or,
1: you know, it's kind of funny cause um, I always thought it was common sense, <laughs> but, <That's awesome. laughs> but um, I guess, you know being younger you were you're not all I wasn't always a barber. I wasn't always, mm-hmm. you know, a hairstylist or makeup artist or any of this. But, you know, just working, you know, you just work and you have a schedule. So I just you have to work. But also I will say coming out of school, working in places like let's say a JC Penney's or an Ulta or mm-hmm. a retail company, you know, sports clips or whatever. They kind of embed that in you. You know, you mm-hmm. um you have to market. If you're slow, well you have the whole store so i used to work in the mall like the shops that i worked in were in the mall well i saw the mall as my whole playground like what I have the whole mall, you know, so that when they would, other people would kind of get like, you know, I don't want to go market. I don't want to go talk to people, right. you know, but I would be like, Hey guys, we're having a special this month, uh-huh. 30% off of whatever, or you get a free this or a free that with a free wax with your haircut, etc. So yes. sales just came easily to me. Mm. So, but I thought, wow, I get to make all of these people, my clients, you know what I mean? Right. So but in the in those type of you know places, when you start off, you know out of school, they'll kind of embed that in you. You know, you've got we're slow. Go over the intercom that people know that you have openings. Maybe somebody's wanting a haircut; they don't know that we have openings. They don't want to wait. Or right. so that did kind of teach me. Also, they they do let us know, tell us. You know, you've got to market. Yeah. You no, know, if you want to stay busy, you got to market.
0: Yeah. yeah, And like, so what, what you're saying there, what we say here a lot at BAM is you got to get out the building. Yes. Right. And so what you're saying, you were in your shop, you had to get out the shop and the whole mall was, was your world. You could does all those customers out there. <laughs> you know, some of them got to want to need a haircut. Yes.
1: I thought it was my, um, I thought that's what there. Then they said, no, Cassandra, you got to just stay in the store. Uh, and I was like, ah, oh, you're, <laughs> you're, why are you isolating me for? <laughs> yeah. So, but now still, I will still do that. I'll take, you know. Um, the gifts you know talking about the gifts and the gift packages well when I was restarting back up for a minute I was like oh my gosh let me go to my people because I built those relationships at Oakley at Sephora at Mac and hey guys can you put these flyers in their shopping bags for me and they would Uh, you know and so I would go to and it was out of you know I'm over here on Big Spring Street over here in the plaza by Rock and Rodeo, you know, but I got out of the shop and I went, Mm -hmm. where can I hit the most spots? Yeah. Or where can I, you know, when I'm trying to rebuild. Right. So what, what connections do I have? What are my people? Okay. Thank you guys. No.
0: And yeah. So, because it's, it's, you're, you're making it personal. Exactly. Right. It's like, I, I know there's a term for it, but it's like personable marketing, right? Personal,
1: yes. I mean, they became friends to me all those years that I was working, you know, in the mall. and so we built that relationship. And now it's like, you know, you go to another place and people see each other's competition and it's not that you're not competition. You're actually stronger because you get to have that much more where you get to cross reference with one another. Yes. You know, so it's there's not no competition. It's just like building each other up,
0: mm-hmm. you know,
1: and I love right. that.
0: So creating creating those partnerships that to leverage a partnership to where it's mutually beneficial.
1: Exactly. Exactly. There's mm-hmm. not nobody taking from one. It's all just right. mutually beneficial.
0: And and that that's a that's a a really important lesson, you know, for entrepreneurs to be there for your so-called competition, right? Yeah, of course, there's competition. We're all out here competing. It's a game, right? And who you get the most chips, right? But at the same time, there's plenty of chips out there for everybody, right? Uh, like, we had a conversation with the ex-mayor Jerry Morales about his business. And during COVID, uh, I can't remember the exact, but uh, I think he had ran out of chips or his competitor had run out of chips. And they called each other and said, hey, we don't have any more chips. Shipments, like, because... Things weren't getting shipped. Exactly. Right? So we need chips, and Jerry was more than happy to provide chips to his so-called competition. Exactly. I, because if if businesses started to fail, you know, because, you know, they didn't have the product to get out, you know, well, that's not good for you either, right? Mm-hmm. Because then people are going to be like, oh, another one failed, another one failed. Well... I'm going to, you know, start cooking at home. Mm-hmm. You know, I like this cooking at home. <laughs> I'm not going to go out to restaurants anymore. You know, there's just a whole line of, of It's a slippery slope. Yeah. Right. But your support, you support your people in your industry, you create partnerships and we all grow. Right? Yeah. I, I
1: don't, I've never had the mindset of competition. Like I know people say that, yeah. you know, okay, we are all competitors. I just have never seen it. Mm. I don't ever see competition at all. The only competition I ever consider is myself, hmm. is my own competition. Okay, like how am I going to make myself grow? How am I going to? But I've never seen anybody else ever as a competition or other, you know, my I see them as a team. Right. I don't know. I just see them as, huh. okay. I've never looked at anybody as, but I, I know that's what we're supposed to. You know, we're that's, supposed to see it. See it right. You're supposed to, yeah. but it's just not in my vocabulary.
0: For myself, ah, right. I guess I don't know. Well, I mean, it's a it's proven you're winning. <laughs>
1: you know, <laughs> yeah, I it's mean, working, showing support to them all. You know, yeah. I want for all of us because there is so many people. It's like what, why, why do they say competition? There is so many people. I can't have them all. You know, I mean, you know, or I'm, I'm, you know, we all have our own styles. We have our own, you know, type of client base and or whatever, you know. Right. So.
0: Right. Everybody's unique.
1: Everybody is unique. Exactly. And it's,
0: uh, if you can express that uniqueness in yourself, right, to exactly. your customers, right, then you're right. You differentiate yourself so much that you don't have competition.
1: I guess that's why I see it like that. Yeah. I just see it like, no, they're just, that's my team. That's my neighbor. That's my brother's shop. My sister's shop. That's my, you know, they're not, there's not any competition. It's
0: just. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Which reminds me earlier when we were talking, you had said, um that when you're booked and you, somebody calls you for, you know, that you're trying to get on your list and you're like, I I can't see for a while that you refer out automatically. I automatically do. And not only do you refer, but you actually book their appointment for them. Oh,
1: well, I will book them for my, my team members, Uh but, um, I do let them know like, Hey, this is their their this is their page you can go on or this is Mm -hmm. their booking that you can go to or and it i try to match them to a personality or Ah. i don't know so okay well i do know that one so i do get to try to know you know the other artists that are out there so i can kind of get their style get their personality and kind of match them to the clients that i can't get or
0: Ah. You like you're like, a, you're like so a beauty and barber matchmaker.
1: <laughs> I guess I, I'm just I'm so busy, so sometimes I just can't. I'm like I can't guys. I'm so sorry, but right. this one can. This one yeah. probably can.
0: Yeah, because I mean, then they're if you say no, I can't do it, and that's it. Then they're kind of just looking around, like well, who do I go to? And they might get somebody that. You know you wouldn't recommend right exactly you know, that's like, not their fit and they get a bad cut it's a bad experience bad ex- that's but, the part i get scared of the bad because they connected to you because you called mm-hmm. they called you and you just shut them down right you know but if you know who you're referring to then you know they're going to have a good experience as well
1: exactly so I, tr- I try to refer them to i try to meet more artists i'm so busy that mm-hmm. it's hard but i i try to meet the artist try to Get their personalities. Try to see their styles. I'm I'm just too busy usually. So,
0: yeah, when <laughs> like, working seven days a week. Good
1: God, good God, I cut down on that seven days good. a week now. Self care. I needed it. It was <laughs> my kids. You know, I try to make sure that I'm balancing it all, and that can be a struggle. You know, with being a mom and a wife, and then you know you've got your client base, and then you have your you know as a business owner. It's not only just that, you've also got, you know, your team mm-hmm. who need you sometimes. Yeah. So it's like you're juggling all of it. Yeah. And you're trying to make sure that it's evenly balanced and, you know, that everybody has that part of you, but you're stretched every way. Yeah. So
0: yeah. And the maintaining you, you, right? Exactly. There's still you there that you got to take care of.
1: <laughs> exactly. You know,
0: because if you don't take care of you, you can't be there for everybody else.
1: Yes. Right. And I feel like women... We typically kind of struggle with that because we do have so many hats. So it is kind of like we do put ourselves last. So when do I make time for, you know, myself in that that can be a struggle, especially when you run a business Mm -hmm. and you run a team and a client base or customer base or whatever else.
0: Right. Because how we refer to your business here is that that's that's your baby. Exactly. Right. So you can't neglect your baby. You wouldn't neglect your, your human baby. Exactly. Right? So Why would you neglect your baby, babe? You know, exactly. So you're, you're right. You're pulled from everywhere, you know, because uh, there is a there is a different uh, perspective that uh, as a woman, you know, dealing with things than you have, whereas a man, uh, you know, it's, hey, we're free exactly you know the we, woman handles it she's got it you
1: that's, know yeah it's how usually.
0: so you know for you to be a successful business owner uh as a mother of four right that's 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 pretty amazing and thank, i still can't you, you still you started in the middle of covid <laughs> like in the hardcore covid <laughs> <laughs>
1: I know. I think somebody said, I don't know if you're crazy or if, he, you know, you're probably, just courageous. Like, I
0: think there's some, there's some crazy in there. Yeah.
1: But I had this you guy. Yeah. I had this one client, though, and he said, I'm seeing uh, two things happening with all of this stuff going on, you know, with all the COVID stuff going on. He's uh, like, it's either making us lazy and feel defeated or it's empowering us and it's making us more motivated. Hmm. And so I was like, I want to be the motivated. Yeah. Like, I want to be motivated. Yeah. I'm, and I have, like you said, my four boys. And I remember I told my husband, I'm so scared. What if I fail?" Mm-hmm. And he kind of looked at me and, like, he did a chuckle. Like, you know, and he said, you would never let that happen. Like, this is you. You know, when you, mm-hmm. you would never let that happen. You're going to do whatever you have to do yeah. to make sure that you succeed. Yeah. And just his faith in me. Mm, and it's a long ways. yes, you know, because he's like, he wasn't scared. He wasn't saying, no, don't do this. This is a bad time right now. There was none of that. It was just complete. Like, yeah, right. You, you know, so that said a lot to me and right. I was like, wow, you know, and I have these, these boys and I want for them to see like, wow, my mom, yeah. she, she put, she started her business when all these odds were against her Yeah. and she's killing it. You know, I wanted for them to have that pride. Right. I wanted to make them proud more than anything. So to
0: see that it can be done.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Firsthand. Exactly. And then within months, not only did I grow my business, but we also got nominated and won Best of Basin. Awesome. And so I got, to, thank you. I got to the kids like that. You know, I got yeah. to my boys got to They're like
0: what you yeah. just started and you already <laughs> won awards, right? And there's shops out there with, with tons of of, uh, of artists and employees and uh, like there's a lot of shops out there that are big shops.
1: Exactly. Yes.
0: You know, and you were just one person. It was just me.
1: It was just me for a lot of it. Like I mean, even now it's been um, it's just me and one other artist. I need. I have four chairs still open, but my shop, I'm so busy. I don't market it as a walk in right. shop. And like I said, a lot of artists, they are dependent on walk-in shops, mm. you know, they need those walk-ins, right. but I do like it to be more, um, VIP for my clients. I don't want them to have to sit around waiting. I want for them to just come in. I like for them to just sit down, get their service done and we spoil them. So, you know, it's like, you know, you're, you feel like you're getting catered to, you know, you're getting your hair cut and it's good conversations. Yeah. Um, the girl that I have, she's got an, awesome, super upbeat personality. She's kind of, she's a perfect reflection of myself and my business. I adore her. So, um, yeah, just trying to fill those chairs with like minded people, you know, and who've got, you know, established client base. And if they do need, if I, if I fill those chairs, I can, I don't, I I like it being more, uh, appointment based. I don't mind walk-in, but.
0: Right. Because you're, it's, it's, you already know what's coming up. Right. And then it's set, you know, so I'm sure you give, depending on, on the service that you're going to get, that you have the appointment for, you give the allotted amount of time. Exactly. Plus a little cushion. Exactly. Right before you have the next one booked.
1: They don't feel like they're just being rushed. They don't feel like it's just like a, a quick service. Like, okay, I just need to get you in. I need to get you out. Like I need the next person. Right. I I don't want that. It's not an
0: assembly line.
1: Exactly. Mm -hmm. I want them to feel like, okay, like this is my time. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah, it's, like, it's it's all a, about me right now. It can always <laughs> take care of me. Yeah, it, it can all, It's almost you make me you make me want to grow hair.
1: See, there you go. You know what? We do shaves. Don't forget, ah. we do shaves. We do a hot <laughs> towel shave. Do a facial.
0: I, I might have to. <laughs> yep,
1: I'm gonna send you my link when we're done. Right? go look on and book with them. us.
0: <laughs> yes, cool. sir. Um, so you we're talking about wearing all the hats earlier as a business owner, you know, so, so talk about, you know, your, your processes in your business of, of how you keep it organized, I guess, top to bottom, like how do you, how do you manage that?
1: Oh, wow. So, um, time management, I try, I really, really try. Sometimes I, I am all about my client base. So I do kind of, um, let that go over into my time but I do try to manage my time so I have a set schedule. I try to stay by that set schedule as much as possible. Yeah. And then, you know, for my bookkeeping for my the shop, it's um super clean. I mean, my shop is really spotless and so I like to make sure that it stays sanitary and disinfected and yeah. I I don't know so I mean So we set time. And throughout the day, too, in between clients, we're constantly, you know, with that, you know, with with the shop. And then the bookkeeping end of it, super, super organized with all of that. I have my set days, my set times. I have my um, files set perfectly. I mean, all I have to do is just pull out each file for whatever I'm needing to put away or at the end of the year or Whatever it may be, I I make sure that I stay on top of all of that.
0: Like so, when you say set times, like there's a certain type of the week where you organize it all.
1: Yes, so Sundays and Mondays I like to be closed, and I like to make sure that Sundays and Mondays, whatever bookkeeping I need to do, I already am able to just set that side aside for Sunday or Monday. Typically Mondays because my family's you know at school or at work, right? And I don't like to cut into their time. Mm -hmm. I like to make sure that. When I'm off, I'm off. I'm with them. We're having – it's fun, you know, so constantly staying busy at work. And then as soon as I'm home with the kids, it's Mm -hmm. like, all right, let's go skating. Let's go bike ride, skateboard, whatever it may be. But, you know, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, that's y'all. Like, it's all about you guys. And then, you know, um, Mondays. Sundays we do um, family Sundays. Mondays I do, like, um, dinner I cook and all that stuff for, like – so all four of the boys usually try to, I try to have my dad and my siblings and yeah. husband. So yeah. everything has a time. I try to make sure I have it all scheduled and set for family and then for the shop.
0: And is that something you'd like you've always done?
1: I'm very, very, very family oriented. Mm-hmm. Yes. Talk
0: about the scheduling.
1: The scheduling? Yes. Yeah. Well, okay. Yes and no, because mm-hmm. I don't like to plan stuff, <laughs> but... <laughs> <laughs> like I'm kind of more of like, uh, like what are we doing this weekend? I don't know anything yet. Like, and then on the weekend, be like, hey, let's go do this. You know, right? I mean, I will plan, but yeah. Um. So I'm a I'm a yes and a no on that part, Angel.
0: Well, there has to be some spontaneity.
1: <laughs> yeah, for I am sure. spontaneous yeah, too. For sure. <laughs>
0: well, I, I was asking that is because I'm very spontaneous. Like I'm I'm a free floating hippie. Mm-hmm. I'm a leaf blown in the wind. See, right. <laughs> And I've always been like that. That's just been my nature, that's my spirit. You know So in operating a business, it's hard for someone like me,, okay. right, to stay disciplined. But before I started, about six years before I started, bam, I had started on a self-disciplined track. right okay. Like I, I heard a speech by Admiral McRaven. He said, uh, "If you want to change the world, start by changing your bed." Right? Uh-huh. I was like. Okay, and I I I never made my bed. <laughs> never had did I ever make my bed. You know, I used to argue with my mom. You know, she's telling me to make my bed. I'm like, why? You yeah, know, I I'm just to gonna come it. back, come back, and it's gonna get all messed up tonight. Like, I don't see the point in making up my bed. You know, and so I carried that forever. I just never made up my bed. Well, when I started to make my bed, right, that actually put a shift into how I view my, myself, right? So I haven't missed making up my bed in, since then. You know, so six, seven, eight years, Gee right? And in that little anchor, that it's an anchor, right? Mm-hmm. So every morning I make up my bed and then I start my process, start my day. And so it's escalated to where now my schedule is like a Tetris.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I got blocks. I even have a block in there for sleep
1: wow i even
0: schedule my sleep don't always adhere to it but it's there and i try to shoot to sh- try to shoot for it mm-hmm. right you know my morning routine's in there right when i when i leave the house to come to work i you know that's the travel time it's in there i get to the office well i have my workflow as soon as i get to the office i start working hmm. Right. And so it's it's very consistent. I have my gaps. So when I could have cl- meetings with clients, I'm only going to have meetings with clients at certain times. You know, it, yeah. if we're at before I got to this point, it would just be whenever we could fit them in. Mm hmm. You know, oh, I have an hour here. Let me squeeze you in there. Right. But then it doesn't work. <laughs> it doesn't work because we had an appointment before that we're trying to wrap up because we have somebody waiting in the lobby. You know, and then they end up waiting for 15, 20 minutes. That's not a good look.
1: You know, that's
0: not good. You know, that's not customer service, not taking care. So switch, kind of switch that up a little bit to where, okay, now we have, there's a 30 minute buffer. So if one meeting goes long, we'll still be okay.
1: Mm -hmm. Right.
0: For when the next one comes in. And so it's, it's, I feel much more, there's less anxiety. (laughs) Because <laughs> I know what's there, right? I'm I'm making the, what are my three top priorities for the week? What I have to get done? And each of that, what are my three priorities for every day that I got to get done? Exactly. Right? And I make my list. Make I'm making lists. You know, now I'm a big, I used to make lists, but I, I wouldn't like adhere to them, right? I just like, oh, I'll make lists. Okay, that's what I got to do. But now it's like, and I can go through a whole day and knock out all kinds of work whereas before i would be stressed out and just was yeah. that
1: hard for you to change
0: um it's a process yeah right so it wasn't overnight and as sticking to the process i can't say it's hard right cuz i i enjoy the benefits of when I stick to it, mm-hmm. right? So the difficulty is in, in, in just, I guess, keeping that consistency. But I wouldn't say it was hard. I think it's a long journey, right? And I'm, I'm, I'm still working on it, you know? But I think I've, I've been able to figure out what works for me. So
1: a schedule when you need to schedule and spontaneous when you can be spontaneous. Yes. yes. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, like even scheduling, scheduling in spontaneity
1: like (laughs) i'm even at that point now (laughs) you're um, even at that point now
0: yes yeah 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 i get it and then what you're talking about earlier is is you know when you're with your family you're with your family
1: that's it i i used to keep my phone on me because like i said my clients would come like Mm -hmm. you know my family also or you know so i want to make sure that i'm available all the time but I was neglecting my family in doing so. So I thought, you know, when I'm off, I'm off. But you know what I learned from that is my clients were fine with that. They understood she's off. And I would always tell them, hey, I'm not ignoring you. I promise you. But I will return y'all's calls as soon as I am back on. Right. You know, when I am when I come back on this day at this time, uh-huh. I'll start answering you guys back. Or if I do see your message and I randomly just put you in, just know I got it, but I'll respond to you on Right. This day or that
0: day. A hundred percent. Cause you need that time off. You need that recovery. Exactly. So you can be better at your job when you're there.
1: I think for me, what it was is that I'm just such a workaholic type person, but I, you know, I'm a, fa- I'm family oriented, and I'm, So I think I would think at times, oh, I could, I could just balance all of it. Yeah. You know,
0: uh- <laughs> but
1: no, <laughs> then you come to realize, no, I'm neglecting something.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, I, I have to make sure I'm putting this time in.
0: Something gives.
1: Something gives. So the work phone, it stays, you know, off. Mm -hmm. You know, on my days off, it stays off, you know, or it just stays on silent. And I just have my personal phone with me and it's just all about family. Right. During that time.
0: Right. Yeah. I, I remember a time when I was first figuring all this out. Well, I would pack up my laptop. I'd pack up my hard drive, all everything I needed. And, you know, I'd take it home with me. Right, mm-hmm. and I'm like, okay, I get home, I'll, I'll cook dinner, you know, me and my daughter, and and then I'll work in the evening, you know, and I would do that. I was thinking, oh, I I have so much, so I got to get a lot done, right? But really, I'm not getting a lot done in the evening, Mm-mm. you know, because it's hard to focus because I've been focusing all day long, you know, and then plus it gives me anxiety, right? Because now I'm trying to do something to. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm at home and, you know, things are going on and I'm trying to work. So now I leave it here at work. When I leave from work, it stays at work. Good. You know, and I'm with my family, with my daughter. I'm not, I'm recovery. Right. It's like, it's a mental health thing for real. Right. It really is. You need that time to, to be in yourself.
1: Yes. And then too, I mean, I know for myself, um, since I'm always on a schedule. Right. Mm-hmm. So then I notice that I'm always in a rush, you know, like, cause I'm on a time crunch. Okay. Uh-huh. Well, I've got to get the kids to school. I got to get this, then I got to hurry up and I got to get to the shop and then I got to go put my kids up from school. And then I got to get back to the shop and yeah. you know, blah, blah, blah. So it's like, boom, 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 boom. Uh-huh. And then you're just always so fast paced. And then it's hard for you to reset, slow down, mm. take that breath, you know, yes. cause it's just, you're just so nonstop handling it all.
0: So I don't know if maybe you do this, but at times you said, take a breath, take that breath. Right. So it's like, I, I see it as like, you know, you know, the snow globes mm-hmm. you shake and it has to settle. Right. Like that's our minds. Like when you're running around, you have to do this, you have to do that. You've got everything to do.
1: <sighs> yeah. You
0: have to let, let that snow globe settle. Right. And then it's easier to focus, you it know, because it's like multitasking. Mhm. Right. We all think we're good multitaskers, but you, we're not.
1: You burn the tortillas if you're trying to do... (laughs) You know, cook and clean. <laughs> so, you know, stop. Just just flip the tortillas. Yeah.
0: Because nobody wants burnt tortillas.
1: Nobody wants burnt tortillas. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
0: Except, except my abuela. She likes that burnt. The burnt. Does I mean, she? Yeah, it's, it's weird. You know it? what? My dad does too. There's some old schools who are really, really dig they it. They do. It. Especially <laughs> those, those
1: homemade tortillas. You know, and then the fresh butter on them. Oh you know? my
0: gosh.
1: <laughs> yeah. Like, right. Give me the crispy right. homemade tortillas. The,
0: yes. Oh.
1: It's crispy Was making you get hungry now.
0: Now I'm hungry. Well,
1: you know why I thought about that um, as a metaphor is because my husband, I'm one of those people. I have to, he's like, you're so ADHD or you've got to be doing everything. Uh Just do one thing. Yeah. And he's like, you know, that's how come you're going to end up burning the tortillas. So that's Uh why I said that because he would joke and he would be like, you know, you got to stop trying to do everything and just flip the tortillas. (laughs) Yeah. They're going to burn. You're going to burn them. It's
0: got to focus in the moment.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm so used to it, you know, so the chaos. So it's like, uh, (laughs) ah. Right. I could do the dishes too or, you know. (laughs) No, just do the tortillas.
0: <laughs> just tortillas right now. Yeah. Because right? that's interesting you say that. Dishes. Uh, when I was working from home, uh-huh. right? Oh, look, there's some dishes. Yes. Let me go clean the dishes. <laughs> oh, I haven't vacuumed in two days. Yeah. <laughs>
1: it's time. Let me, oh, I see dust there. Let me dust that spot right there, you know? Because just, there's just so much for us to do, right? We don't know how to shut it off. We just... Yeah,
0: got to keep going, 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 you know? But that's why having a schedule... It helps. It helps a lot. And knowing that you need that separation, you know, so I guess that's a good lesson for entrepreneurs that are listening to this right now. It's like, you you can't, you can't go seven days a week, 18 hours a day. I mean, you can do it for a little while, but you're going to get burnt out. Or your body's going to stop you. Your Your body will tell you.
1: Your body's going to tell you. It's going to be like, whoa, you know. It's time for you to calm it down. Mm-hmm.
0: And the 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 beauty of that is that when you do calm it down, when you do structure your your days and your time, you have the good time management. Well, you're you're now you have that built in kind of separation, the recovery. So now you're you're more refreshed. You get more done, mm-hmm. right? That's the that's the opposite of it because when you're when your brain's not there, you can't make the right decision. You're making it's like you're making decisions in the dark, mm-hmm. you know, like, okay, this worked last time. So I'm just going to do that. See if it works again, you know, but you don't have the context because you're not looking close enough because you're, you're not focused.
1: Yeah. Well, that exactly. could be a mistake. Mm-hmm. you
0: Could be making a mistake that could have been avoided.
1: Exactly. And it was just something as simple as just taking a moment or mm-hmm. slow down.
0: So I think we've learned some pretty good things for entrepreneurs here. Right. So that's, that's one right there. Slow down. Right. That's take care of your take care of yourself. Take, you know, have some structure. Take your time off. Right. Self-recovery. You know, uh, another one is uh, your your people. Right. Yes. Say, say it again.
1: Without without your people, you're nothing. Without
0: your people, you're nothing.
1: You're nothing. They make they make you like I wouldn't be where I'm at today without them. So right.
0: and it's and then because of that, well, how you get there is the customer. It's your their experience there that you're giving them.
1: Exactly, you have to make sure and you maintain that. It's not like, oh, "Okay, it's your first time here, let me be nice to you." No, you know, <laughs> like uh, you know, yeah. you you have to you know, uh, with that, it's um be you. Mm. You know what I mean? Don't don't try to be anything else. Just be you. Yeah. You're going to have your people that are meant for you and so and that I guess, you know, that's why it comes so easy to me with my people because I'm just me, you yeah. know, with them. There's not, it's not really like it's
0: a... You're not putting on a show.
1: Yeah. And it's not really like, it's just like customer service. It's just, that's how I am Mm. in general. Like I'm going to sit here and I'm going to joke and I'm going to tickle the kids and I'm going to like, that's just my personality or, you know, I'm going to give you mess. You're like, boy, oh my gosh, you know, or, you know, I'm going to sit here and we're going to talk about life together and, you know, I'm going to, so, but yeah, just that, I think that's another one is just be yourself.
0: Yeah. Be yourself, be you, be authentic,
1: be authentic and treat them how you want to be treated. And,
0: and your people will, it's like, uh, you're, it's like the law of attraction thing.
1: Exactly. That's true. Mm -hmm. Cause, and you know, I I didn't even realize. Um, so I had a client and somebody was talking about something right in the shop and I had a client walk in and they said, what are you guys talking about? Are y'all, um, are y'all being negative? Because cast, Cass has an unspoken rule and it's no bad vibes. Like there's no bad vibes in the shop. And I didn't even realize that. So then all the other people, they were like, yeah, that's true. There's no bad vibes. One time my dog, something, and she's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You're killing my vibe here. Ah. <laughs> but He was like, my dog attacked somebody and they called me and I was worried. And she's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like calm down. You're killing my vibe. And I was like, <laughs> I was like but yeah, you know, it's, it's, you know. It is a law of attraction, you know, and then, then they come in and then they're laughing, right. they start joking, uh-huh. they can be going through something and then they're just, they're happy, you yeah. know, so
0: speaking on that. Because it's like, it's a safe, it's a safe space, right?
1: Yeah, you know, I mean, we have the TV on, you know, funny shows, mm. you know, and so when they come in, they can be feeling a certain way too and they'll just be kind of laughing, you know, it. Bell Army or something you
0: know right <laughs> so so I'm, I'm sure you've heard this before right like they come in they're probably having a bad day a bad week bad month whatever and you know oh, I just got to get my hair cut and they come in they you know they look a little down but, the, but by the time they leave
1: they feel great yeah they feel great yeah that's what I want for them all just to feel great you
0: know so that's creating a, a unique customer experience the customer journey right and mm-hmm. that's 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 I think that's something that all business owners really should focus on Right? Staying it's, positive. Yeah, that good vibes, you know, uh, deliver good service, deliver what you promise, um, and have that good experience to where when that customer walks out the door, they just had one of the most amazing experiences. Where one, they're going to come back, mm-hmm. right? Two, they're going to tell other people about your services.
1: Exactly. You got to go check out this place. You've got to. You know, how often do you hear that? Right you know about so many different businesses within our community, you know
0: right. like you've you've heard uh, someone and you probably yourself I know I have, like you know I went to this one uh, say a restaurant, I went to this restaurant, and the food was pretty good. I mean, it was pretty good, but I mean, the service was just eh, I don't know if I'm going back. Well, it's a restaurant, the food was great. Mm-hmm. but you weren't serviced you know properly, and it was there was even though the the actual product was good. The service made you feel like you're not wanted or you weren't supposed to be there or, or whatever. So even no matter how good the food is, you, don't, you didn't feel like you had a good experience.
1: Left a bad taste in your mouth.
0: And that is more powerful than the good taste in your mouth that you had there.
1: Exactly. Right?
0: Exactly. Because you're going to
1: remember the bad more than you do the good. Yes. People will complain before they sit here and say, you know what? You were awesome. Mm-hmm. your service was amazing, mm-hmm. you know, thank you so much, you know, but they, they, they won't stop to say that, but they'll, they will stop and say, Hey, can I talk to your manager?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know? So. Right.
0: Right. It's, it's human psychology. It is. It's crazy. Right. To, whereas you go to another restaurant and the food's, eh, food's all right. But the customer service is amazing. Exactly. Right. Like you, you're going to go back there because it's a good experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Um, me
1: and my girl, we were talking about that, you know, um, mindset, mind, Mm. you know, mind over matter that that's super huge. So, uh, you know, the way we look at stuff, you know, let's say for instance, you know, at my my shop, I would say, okay, you can complain about having dishes, but guess what? You know, you have dishes to wash. You can complain about having laundry, but you've got clothes that made the laundry that to wash, you know, Mm. so there's always a positive you know, in every negative that you look sure. at, you just always have to look at everything with a positive mindset. Yes. You
0: know? Yes. Because
1: it's human nature to think negative sometimes, you know, but mm-hmm. you got to flip it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's finding the silver lining. Exactly. Because you know? it's there in pretty much everything.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, I, th- I think that that's like a, a law of like nature, yes. right? Of creation, right? There, 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 is, there is the light, but there's also the dark.
1: Exactly. Right,
0: and when there just seems like there's a lot of dark, well, there's some light in there. So the symbology of the yin yang. Exactly. Symbol, right. There's dark in the light, and there's light in the dark. Uh-huh. Right, and it's a it's a continuous cycle. Circle. Yeah. You know, so I think that's 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 a good lesson too. It's like always look for that silver lining because there's always a way out, no matter how overwhelming and, and how bad it seems. And there's the only time that it it fails. Is if you quit.
1: Exactly. And, you know, we're talking to the entrepreneurs on that. And that's why, you know, saying that, you know, there's going to be times when they're with their business or whatever, and they're going to think negative. They're going to think, I just want to give it all up. Right. Instead of thinking like, you know what? I've came this far. Look at how far I've came from when I first started. Okay. So what can I do to, you know, to better myself or to what do I need to do to get where I'm needing to be at, you know? Right. Right. So that's what, where I was getting at with that when I talked to my girl too, uh-huh. you know, I might, you know, look at how far you've, you know, you got, you're doing so amazing. You know, yeah. you, you know, my, to my team, you know, you guys are awesome and look at your growth. I love seeing y'all's growth and yeah. so forth, but yeah, with any business, you know, even if you're just, you know. You're a business, even for the artists who are just leasing in a, in a barbershop or a hair salon, Mm -hmm. you know, they started somewhere. They started fresh out of school, learning how to do the services, starting to build their. So, you know, like, you know, you're going to want to give up sometimes. You're going to feel overwhelmed. It's going to be a bad week or a slow week, or you're going to have some rough, you know, customers or something. And you're going to be like, you know what? Like, I just don't want to do this anymore. But you got to look at the positive You know, there's always that positive, you know, like, okay, this, this venture into being my own business owner of whatever, it's not going
0: to be easy and I'm going to
1: have to put in that work Mm -hmm. and I'm going to have to do whatever I need to do to make sure that I'm going to be successful, you know, right. What do, I need, do? What I need to do? What do I need to do? What do I need to do? Let's right? get it done.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Put in the work.
1: Put in the work. Do I got to work seven days a week from eight to midnight? Well, let me work seven days a week to eight to, <laughs> from eight to midnight. That's what
0: it takes right now. That's what it takes.
1: That's what it takes. Exactly. And you know, um, but you can make it happen. Don't give up.
0: Man, I think that's a great way to exit out of here. Yes, sir. Don't give up.
1: Don't give up. Make it happen.
0: But before we leave, tell everybody where they can find you, how they can find you on social media, where you're located at. Tell them the the good stuff.
1: Awesome. Okay, I'm Santheon Barber and Beauty Studio, located at 4400 North Big Springs, Suite C36. And we are in the same plaza as Rock and Rodeo and um, Hayachi and all those good little shops in there. We've got some a floral shop. There's a lot of shops in there that a lot of people don't know about, I feel like, but yeah. yeah so Santian Barber Beauty Studio, 4400 North Big Springs, Suite C36 is where you can find me. We have a Facebook and an Instagram. We're so busy, we don't post much on it. Ah. So sorry you guys, but you could, you can book through us um through those the Instagram, through the um Facebook, okay, awesome. and you can find us on Booksy also under Santian Barber and Beauty Studio.
0: And that's the handle Santian Barber and Beauty Studio.
1: Santian Barber Beauty Studio.
0: Awesome. Well, Cassandra, it was amazing having you on. Great conversation. Thank Thank you very much. Thank
1: you for having me, Angel.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, we'll see you soon.
1: Yes, sir.